You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hello, everybody. My name is Jack Barksdale. Welcome to another episode of Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. Today, we're going to be talking about Towns Van Zant. And I'm here with my mama. Hello. Clara Barksdale. And our sponsor for this episode is Rocket Music Gear. They make great guitar straps and all sorts of things. They actually make masks now. Yes. And they're really cool. So, uh, yeah, Rocket Music Gear. They're awesome. So definitely go check them out. I guess let's get started. Towns Van Zandt, your favorite subject. Yes. Really is. Mm -hmm. We could probably talk for hours on all of these subjects that we do. on this podcast but this one I could probably talk for days well and this is our second podcast talking about towns yes yes um we kind of did a a broad overview the last time Mm -hmm. about towns himself and how you came to find towns and what you love about towns generally Mm -hmm. but I think on this one we're going to go a little deeper into his songwriting I think that's the plan yeah um, and maybe a little bit like we did with the blues where I'm asking you some questions because like with the blues, you know much more about Towns Van Zandt than I do. <laughs> so um, deeper into his songwriting. Yes. What is it about his songwriting that pulls you in specifically? And I know you have a lot of specifics on this so if you want to just jump into that or if you want to give like an overview of what it is about the songwriting that Towns has that pulls you in well I guess it's just the poeticness of his music he is very poetic yeah and the way that everything comes together and uh I've got some quotes here from some of my favorite songs they're actually all just from one album that I've been listening to okay what's Uh, that album and it's his self-titled album Towns Van Zandt. It's really good. He redid a lot of his songs from his first album called uh, For the Sake of the Song. Yes. Because that one was his first album, so it was very produced. Which Uh, is not really Towns' style. Yeah, well, it it can be, but I feel like he kind of just wanted to do some of them over again. I feel like his songs uh, have the ability to be produced, but when it's Towns himself. Yeah. And it... I feel like this stripped-down arrangement of his songs best expresses Towns as a yeah. songwriter. and I feel like he did that really well on that album. And, uh, yeah, so that album, Towns Van Zandt, is self-titled. Uh, it's one of my favorites. There are a couple songs that I left out, just I don't know why, but... Uh, yeah, these are just some of my favorite quotes. Uh, okay. One of them is from uh, Columbine. And uh, it's a really great song. It's really pretty. And, uh, and I really like how he describes nature and and people. I really like how he describes people, but uh, especially how he describes nature. It's very poetic. And this is just uh, just one of the the lines from there it's a lady like the flower fair 
someday you'll have to fall. But you can find me standing there to catch you when you call. And talk a little bit about what you like about that, that set of lines. Well, uh, one of my favorite things is I find, I'm not sure if this is for every other songwriter, but when I'm writing a song, I feel like when I'm writing it, so if I was writing this, I'd say, a uh, lady like the flower fair, someday you'll have to fall. You know, over time, it would become that. And then I say, well, I want to put catch you when you fall in the next. Right. Like, so I'm along those lines in the next line. So. You're going to need to find I'm a gonna need, word for fall. Yeah, because. Uh, I'm going to need to change the first part because I want to use fall in the second part. But what he did was instead of changing uh, someday you'll have to fall to something else, he just changed. uh, He wrote it differently. Yeah, he's lady like the flower fair someday you'll have to fall. But you can find me standing there to catch you when you call. Yeah, And that makes that line so much more impactful and strong. It also is more hopeful. Yeah. In a sad kind of idea. Yeah, kind of like a loyal way. Yes. It's a very loyal line. But uh, I really really love that line. It's just pretty and... Very creative. Well, and and to take use words that you wouldn't necessarily expect. Yes. It, Which makes it that, does give impact to. Yeah, because it makes it stand out. It does, and, and it, so you notice it, and it really flourishes the meaning. It yeah. really lets it emphasizes. Emphasize. That's perfect. That's yes. a perfect word. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, and I wrote a, a bunch of those down, so. Uh, yeah, I know you yeah. have a, we're just going to kind of go through some of the lines yeah. from songs that are on that one album. Uh-huh, yeah. That, and this isn't but, all the songs, just some of the ones no, I really like. but it, I feel like that it lets us highlight the things about his writing that you admire. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. influence you. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's also a line that I really like, uh, from uh it wasn't on this album it was from his first album for the sake of the song he did it i think he might have re redid it or redone it later uh but i don't think he redid it like right after he <laughs> recorded right it. and let's see well it was It was a. Uh, it's this really beautiful line about how s- someone who has kind of been in the fame for a right. little bit, but now it's kind of crumbling. Right. And so it's all about this princess or some kind of royalty. And your castle is dingy and dirty and dismal. Right. And uh, there's cracks in your crystal. I really love how he, he puts all those 
lines in there, all those ideas in there, and makes it beautiful. With words that, and I... There's a there's another line in here, too. Right, but they're words that are not pretty words. They're not yeah, like sonically, they're not sonically pleasant. They don't bring a pleasant image to mind. Yeah, like dingy. And dingy, yeah, cracked, things yeah. like that. Even when you say them, they're just, they're not pleasant mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. Um, But at the end, it's this, not necessarily happy, but it's a, there's a beauty to the picture that he paints. Yes. And there's another, there's another one I have in here. It's from the song Fare Thee Well, Miss Carousel. Yes. And uh, the drunken clown still hanging round, though it's plain the laughter's all died down. The tears he tried so hard to hide are flowing. And, and that's another one where yeah. the words themselves are not. And even the ideas. Exactly. And there, I mean, that one, there's a lot going on in that one. Yeah. Just from a a literary perspective, because Mm -hmm. that, that sad clown is a literary archetype. It's a, a common device used in literary things. Yeah. But the, the way that he puts that together, it should be this, it, it, the words are not pretty mm-hmm. but at the end it's this beautiful picture that he's painted and also part of the thing that makes it so beautiful is the sad hopelessness of it but like not completely hopeless yeah so interesting and it's such a hard line to walk yes to not go too far one way or the other way mm-hmm. but it's it's kind of, it's that part of the human condition that I feel like Towns taps into so well. Yes. And makes him profoundly sad. <clears throat> and profoundly likable. Yes. All at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, like in this line, I'm going to read it a little slower. I went a little fast, but the drunken clown still hanging around and like you said the sad clown but the drunken clown right that gives it more of a sense of hopelessness right it's uh kind of like giving up a bit right it seems like a drunken clown still hanging around which is also a kind of hopeless thing right um though it's plain the laughter's all died down the tears he tried so hard to hide are flowing Right. Which uh, another thing that makes that line so powerful is just the the relate the relatable side of it. Yes. Where it's something we've all felt. Yes, like the t- like kind of the given up hopelessness and then the tears you tried so hard to hide are flowing like you're in a public place, but you're trying to hold back the tears. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, it, it does have that which, aspect to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's just a really, that's just the first half of the verse. The whole song is 
amazing and it has these great and it's kind of an abstract song but it's very well and relatable. I feel like there's something about the way that Towns does that that he kind of writes around a feeling mm-hmm. without writing explicitly about it yes and by doing that he makes this room within his words and his songs for you to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is very hard to do. Mm-hmm. And he does it almost nonchalantly. Yeah. With such ease. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like maybe that is a reflection on who Towns was as a person. Um, that he could look at these situations of bad things, hard things, but he never, and he could shine a light on them, but he never judged them. Yes. Uh And so, because if you shine a light on darkness, you're going to see your own fears and faults Mm -hmm. as well. And I feel like that he does a really good job of acknowledging that Maybe he's highlighting these faults or these hard things in other people, but he's not shying away from them in his in his own life either. Yeah, and there's a and he talks about it a lot in for the sake of the song, whereas like, uh, who am I to say? And, yes, uh, that's one of my favorite. Yeah, that's one of my favorite Towns Van Zandt songs. Yeah, because I do appreciate the the thought in that that he's expressing. Like, who are we to say? Who do we? How do we know what this person is dealing with, or what's happened in their life? Why they are the way they are? Yeah, that that's what she has to do. That's mm-hmm. a there's a powerful acceptance of each person being and doing what they need to to be and yes. doing what they need to do uh-huh. that again is what makes towns likable and listening to him yeah and, and it's really sad, mm-hmm. but it's also really likable mm-hmm. yeah and uh there's also some kind of going back to what we were saying at the first with Columbine, how he uses these words that you wouldn't think of, but he's also very educated. Very and educated. And that makes his songs very good because it has that extra proof, I guess. It, it has uh, credence. Yeah. Yes. And so, but, and I do find with that, he is smart and he uses great words. Mm-hmm. I don't but, know if any of y'all could hear that in the mic, but I just had to, my stomach just grumbled. <laughs> We're going to have to feed you. Um, one cool thing about the, the credence of his intelligence he also has this draw of how he presents his songs, his, mm-hmm. his laid back draw and really beautiful finger picking. 
Yeah. Yeah, he... I think we said this in the in the first Towns Van Zandt, but how he uses the melodies to compliment and just compliments the 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 lyrics and the song and the feeling and also that same way to make space for you to be in that song like there's nothing that jars you out of it like he has this drawl and it makes you kind of lean into it Mm -hmm. and the the finger picking that's in so many of his songs it's brings you in a little bit closer and Mm -hmm. I feel like he's one of those that never had to sing really loud (laughs) because (laughs) He would do these things and you were you were leaning forward to catch what the next word was or what the next note yeah. was. Mm-hmm. And that complements that that um every man kind of quality mm-hmm. that you could yeah. all relate to, then complements a very intelligent human being who is using really educated words Mm -hmm. to express this story for everyone. Yeah, because, like, in this line here uh, from the song, I'll Be Here in the Morning. Yes. It's a great song, and this is just a line from it. Uh, I'll stay as long as the cuckoo wails and the lonesome blue jay cries. And so there's two things to that. Usually, uh, as you're riding that... uh, you would say, and the lonesome blue jay flies. Yes. That would be the first thing. Or you would say, the lonesome blue jay sings. Right. And I heard a, a song the other day where they talked about a blue jay singing. Right. But uh, blue jays, they make this terrible, like, ah, ah, sound. Your, your bird watching yeah. experience they make is showing this, up now. They make this... It's like a... Unpleasant. A, yeah, it's sound. a very unpleasant sound, but uh, uh, it's not. Def- it's definitely not singing, and if it is, it's not very good. <laughs> right. But uh, I love how, again, that educated part of him where the lonesome blue jay cries. Right. Where uh, and then it kind of also- gives it a per... Almost like a... I don't know what it is about it, but when you hear someone get something so right. Right. And it's and it's just kind of, wow, that's really. It's hard to explain it. I don't know how to explain that. But when you hear something in a song where it's a very abstract song and but then you hear that little part of reality and all that. Yes. It's really, it's a really cool thing. It is. Yeah, and the, there's so many great lines that he has. And, and again, like we were talking about the hopelessness yes. of it all. There's this, this song, Quicksilver Daydreams of Maria. That's my, that's probably my favorite town song. I would say if I had to pick, that would be your favorite. <laughs> And uh, just based on how often we talk about it. Yeah. And yeah. so it's just a great song. And uh, it's pretty much every line in the song is a quote. 
<laughs> I know you have some favorites. Yeah. Though. So yeah. what are some of and, your favorites? Uh, but this is just a, a great, a great line here. And, uh, but also how you were saying the hopelessness yes. of it. There's, the song is kind of about this perfect person for him. And even though it's kind of, it's in his imagination, it's a reality to him. It's like his idea of what the perfect woman would be. Yeah. Is that what you're... Yeah, but it's a reality to him. Like he's, like this is just a line from it where he's kind of talking about her. She stands all around me, her hands slowly sift, her hands uh, softly sift in the sunshine. Or maybe it's slowly, I don't know. Uh, the laughter that lingers down deep neath her smiling is free. Yeah, her. It's just that great beauty but and then at the end of the song where he kind of finds out that it's just a fantasy right it he still has that little that little kernel of 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 hope, hope. that she might be real yes that he might find her someday and that's really there's so much to that song where He's talking about this perfect woman to him, and then he's talking about how he never really explicitly says it, but how uh, it just, you can tell, like, he's talking about this perfect woman, and he's so happy, and he talks about all the great things in the world. Right. And then he finds out that's not true. And, uh, or maybe that it's just not a truth that he's found yet. I yeah, feel like that's yeah. kind of that always over this next hill, over mm-hmm. down the road, one day, mm-hmm. someday. Yeah. 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 Towns is, there's just so much to him. Well, and he does a really, one thing that, um, we've talked about is, and we maybe we talked about it in the first one. I can't remember off the top of my head, but the way that he describes people and for instance the the quicksilver daydreams that's about a person. Yes. But throughout all of his songs, even when it's not so much just a description of one person, he does a really great job. Great's not the right word. Um the way he paints this picture of a person. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of words always, but he brings them to life. Yeah, it's like a... It's almost perfect. I find that you feel like that a lot with Towns Van Zandt. Yeah, I feel... One of the things that is just... makes me love Towns and Towns' music so much is because you kind of just think how 
is this song so perfect? Because it shouldn't, and that's part of it too. I feel like if you take each element of the town songs apart, they're not perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But when you put it all together, maybe not perfect, but there's a magic to it. Yes. That is the difference between a good song and art. Yeah. And uh, there's also this this uh, this line in Colorado Girl. Yes. Um, it's uh, the promise and her smile shames the mountains tall. Right. And that's, again, how that perfect, almost, it's not perfect, but it's just that, or it's just right. That line is just right. And I feel like part of the reason why we stumble so often with words to describe it is because what a Towns Van Zandt song does you you feel it. You either yeah. feel it or you don't. It's very hard to explain feelings because yes. it's just something you feel. Because it, it's almost like it that it it settles your soul a certain way. Yeah. That it's like these ideas where uh, like happiness and sadness and those are ideas you cannot see them you cannot feel them you cannot hold them you cannot touch them they are they're abstract they're abstract and if you think about it if there wasn't a word for it it would be very hard to describe and there's not a word for what Townsend songs make you feel and so I feel like that's what it's like trying to explain happiness without there being a word for it. Right. Well, that's a pretty deep thought to end on. <laughs> but I feel like you kind of have to at some point realize that there's no way to really break down towns into the, like, the nuts and bolts of songwriting. Yeah. Like, uh, Guy Clark, he knew all the rules. He didn't always follow them. Right. But it was much more of a... And I'm not saying that uh, Guy or Towns, that either one is better one than the better other. better than the other, right. But their styles are different. And Guy would write more of a story song. And not that Towns didn't write story songs. Right. But Towns would write with more of an abstract, poetic way of coming yes. at it. And, and Guy would come at it more as he was writing a book about it. Like about a, that a story. story. Like yeah. he was just telling the story. Yes. And he would use... It was more like John Prine would do it. Yes. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and so I just feel like the way that Towns comes at it is more from an abstract point of view 
And abstract really means that you can't explain it. Right. I would say that the best way to round out a discussion of Towns Van Zandt and his songwriting would be to say, go turn on your record player and put a Towns Van Zandt album on and just listen yeah. to it from the top to the bottom. Yeah. That's what I'm about to do. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, thanks for talking with me about thanks this, Thanks for Mama. educating me some more. Towns Van Zandt. Yeah, this has been really fun. Uh, thanks for listening to everyone who's out there listening. And uh, hope to see you next time. This is Jack Barksdale's Root Revival. Again, the sponsor is Rocket Music Gear. And hope to see you soon.